We as humans spend an entire third of our lives asleep, where we sleepwalk through our dreams just as mindfully as we walk through life. On today's episode, we're talking to my friend Demi from the UK who lucid dreams quite a few times a week. So let's hear about her dream world experiences. Your lucid dreaming journey, like how long have you been into it? I, a lot of people start lucid dreaming purposely, but I've had like a lot of sleep stuff, so like insomnia, uh, sleep paralysis, so it kind of just happened naturally. So I think the first time I lucid dreamt was when I was about eight years old. And I didn't know what it was at the time. I had to do a lot of research and it wasn't until I was about 13, 14 that I knew it was like a thing that people do purposely. That's cool. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Like I had a lot of natural ones as a kid um, and I always thought it was cool, but I never really got into it. I think it's easier as a kid because we have like a bigger imagination and we didn't, it's easier to do something when you don't know you're doing it. Definitely. And I just always feel like kids are more connected to like the spiritual world, you know, they're like freshly yeah. out. So that's interesting. Yeah, you haven't got like the doubts and all the negativity that you get when you grow up. Yeah, exactly. They haven't experienced any pain, so they're more, like, pure, you know? Definitely. Um, so, like, you feel like after, like, you got, like, a teenager, you started to try to do it on purpose? Yeah, I started looking into witchy things, like Wicca and crystals and all that. And then when I was doing that research, I started realizing there's a whole community of people that do it. And I got into it about then and I started trying those techniques like the wild technique, so the wake initiated lucid dreaming. But I didn't really have to because I could sort of just will myself to lucid dream before I went to sleep if I wanted to. So finding a whole community like the group chat, group chat that we met on was just really nice to talk to other people that do it as well. Yeah, it is super cool. Um, I feel like it's just something so fascinating and it's like growing a lot, you know. Yeah. So like, um, since you've been doing it for a really long time, is there any like specific dreams or even just other like out of body experiences that like really stood out to you that like really kind of taught you something? Probably the first one that I had, I was in year six. So it's like primary school for us. I was about eight, nine. And I remember the dream I had, I knew I was dreaming and I had this, I was on the playground at school but I had a big hole, like a perfect circle cut out of my hand. And I just remember looking at it and seeing like all the inside. It was so graphic. And that just, I can still remember it as if it was a memory, even though it was a dream. And it just really freaked me out. But was really interesting at the same time to see how graphic it was, despite that I couldn't possibly know what would be there. Wow, that's interesting. So you like saw the inside of your hand, like um, the muscles yeah. and stuff? Yeah, it's like if you had like a circle cookie cutter and it just went straight through my hand and I could see all just the muscles, the veins, everything. And it was really wow. vivid. That is crazy. You feel like it, like it kind of put you off to it or you made you more interested? I think of it both because it freaked me out like a nightmare a little bit but then afterwards because I couldn't stop thinking about it I knew it was really interesting and I kind of wanted to do it again just to see what else I could you know do. That's cool what kinds of things have you done in your dreams like what types of activities like when you're lucid do you feel like things that benefit you or just random fun stuff? 
I use it for fun more so I know a lot of people usually see dreaming for you know to see exactly how they can do it you know see the science behind it but I just like doing things that I think are fun so I've gone to places that I wouldn't get to in real life like I've always wanted to see like aurora borealis and I remember visiting it in a lucid dream and just making it up out of my head from videos I'd seen and pictures and stuff. And I thought that was amazing that it was so detailed and vivid, despite never being there or knowing exactly what it could be like. Yeah, it's crazy too, like how we can experience these things, like the ability that our brain have is insane. Like, and it's so vivid, like colors and I can feel things and smell in dreams. Like that always fascinates me too. It's just crazy how our bodies can react to them as if we are there when we've never actually experienced it. Yeah, it is crazy. It's like we can literally explore the universe with our minds. Like there's so much more than what we think we know. Yeah, exactly. And I was actually like reading the other day that some people, you know, like you're describing, like we dream kind of in visuals, like a movie, right? Like you're experiencing it like virtual reality, but some people dream in images or like still frames. I thought that was interesting too. I wonder if there's different types of dreamers and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, but in that group chat, we had a taught the other day about how people see different things in the head like some people have an inner voice like I do and they see pictures and words all the time and I just found it really interesting that some people even if they do lucid dream don't have anything going on in the head like it's just pitch black and silent and I thought that was crazy so I bet some people dream in a completely different way than we do and we probably just don't know about it yet because people don't really ask those type of questions yeah exactly like people don't really talk about it we kind of like just push dreaming off as something that happens when you sleep but we spend a third of our life asleep so this is definitely something that we can all relate to and like experience in different ways so that's why I'm kind of starting this just to get people talking about it you know yeah make it a more like a bigger thing so that more people can learn to do it and we can see exactly how possible everything is because obviously there's that argument that there's nothing scientific about lucid dreaming it's just a dream except you know you are but I think there's got to be something bigger behind it just based on like you said the smells how you can feel it even if you've not been there I just think there's got to be something behind that that's more than what we know yeah definitely and honestly the science has been growing like the research has been growing people have been studying it more so it's definitely like proven that there's a lot of like psychological benefits to it but there's still a lot of skepticism with the you know astral projection and like being on the in the dream world so but you know me too I'm a full believer I'm fully obsessed so that's why we're here really even in the lucid dreaming chat where you talk to people who do it as well even they have doubts about things like astral projecting, spirituality, and it's just insane that these people can experience lucid dreaming but not think those other things are real as well. Yeah, exactly. And the way I see it, it's all related. Like there's kind of like that in-between space between the physical world and like the astral world, and that's kind of like where we go, you know? Yeah, like people always have the idea of like limbo between heaven and hell, but they can't accept something like an astral realm it just doesn't make sense yeah exactly people I feel like are just scared of what they don't understand but with talking about like people like you and me like talking about people's experiences people are going to start to see like wow this is real like I actually talked to somebody that met up with someone in the astral realm and they both talked about it the next day so like it's just hopefully when people hear more about lucid dreaming from podcasts like this it makes them interested to actually try and then we'll get more methods more techniques 
Exactly. It'll grow over time. Like I feel like we're just like the baby dream travelers that are kind of opening it up. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's cool. So like, um, let's see, we could talk about what, what kind of like techniques do you do? Like you do this consistently, like dream journaling and stuff, or you just kind of sometimes. I've always dream journaled, even if it's not a lucid dream. I just like writing down my dreams so I can look back at them because they're verified. But I'd never really do techniques like wild personally. I just don't think, I just don't like how they work. I know they work for some people, but for me, it's never worked because if I just wake myself up and then go back to sleep, I'll rather not go back to sleep or I'll sleep too lightly to lucid dream anyway so I prefer just different methods if I can will myself into lucid dreaming just based on that then I will but I do use a a method that I've sort of changed it's called pathworking and I use that quite a lot yeah it's cool I remember you telling me about it why don't you like explain about it a little bit so people can kind of understand well when I was researching into wicket there's a method called pathworking anyway but it's based on complete astral projection and since as we've said they're both so similar i thought it could be useful lucid dreaming too so it's basically just meditating as you would anyway to get into the states where you're prepared to lucid dream and then using visualization techniques to see yourself in the middle of an open area with several paths going from the center point and walking that path and using your memory to create your memory and your imagination to create things along the path like for me I like trees and dream catchers birds all that stuff and then as you're walking it puts you into a sort of trance state so that when you're at the end where you fall asleep you'll be that aware that it'll be dreaming but you're straight away aware so you don't have to wake up first or anything you can just completely control your sense of REM sleep that's cool so you're basically just visualizing as you're falling asleep what if you like people start to get like distracted kind of or your mind kind of starts to wander how do you stay focused on like visualizing the path I try to tell people that if their mind starts wondering just rather try and incorporate in incorporate it into the path that you're already walking or if you need to it's completely okay to start again until you get the hang of it because a lot of people have overactive minds so they can't get it straight on but with meditating and visualizing it's just practice really you can do anything as long as you practice it long enough yeah agreed I feel like some people get discouraged but really it's just like working out any other muscle you have to consistently practice and just get better at it you know definitely I think a lot of people give up early on because I guess eventually if something doesn't happen early on then it looks like it's not real but it's just having that willpower and that open mind to keep doing it even if you're not seeing results straight away yeah exactly it's like working out for a day and not having abs yet like it takes time exactly yeah that's cool that's cool so let's see when when was the last lucid dream you had I think it was last week. I've not been focusing on it very much recently because I have a lot going on with college. But I had one last week that I was, I live 
directly across from a big park so I can see the park from my bedroom window and I just remember I was loosely dreaming in this park and there was a massive like theme park roller coasters water rides all this stuff there and it was really sunny and it was just really nice because it's obviously been really thingy with the weather and not being able to go out so it was just nice to have fun even if it wasn't technically real it still felt real so it was really nice to have like the sun and everything and all that going on. Yeah, that's cool. It's definitely kind of like, you know, a little escape, you know, like you can always just have fun. Yeah. Um, So what else? Okay. So what other than lucid dreaming, like what kind of like experiences you have with like other out of body experiences and stuff? I like trance work a lot, which is more to the Wiccan side of things, but it definitely ties in. And it's basically just you focus on things like I use the flame on a candle and you just have to commit to sitting there in silence or with music whatever works for you and focusing on this light until your mind sort of goes numb and it's like sleeping except a lot quicker so it's like getting a full night's sleep in an hour and before you know it like before I know it I'll be sat there for about two hours just completely spaced out and then I'll get up and I'm ready to do college work I'm ready to do chores it's just I think it's really great for getting that energy when you haven't got the time to sleep full like 12 hours a night like a lot of people can't yeah this is actually a crazy hack for college students like I'm in college too so I totally know that feeling like yeah you feel like you feel just like rested just off of doing that little meditation yeah absolutely that's cool so I guess that's kind of like a kind of meditation right yeah it's definitely a form of meditation the only difference really is that in meditation a lot of people prefer to stay focused so they'll do things in the mind they'll think about things they'll plan and this is just I guess going to sleep whilst you're awake and it gives you the same energy as it would a full night's rest interesting I'm gonna try it actually so but you keep your eyes open the whole time right you're looking at the flame yeah I mean you zone out that much that I guess your eyes could close at some point you wouldn't exactly know but you just I just sit on the floor light a candle and focus and that's pretty much it cool I'm definitely gonna try that because um I've been getting less sleep lately so (laughs) (laughs) me too yeah okay cool cool so I guess back to the lucid dreaming like since you do it for fun really um do have you remembered any cool conversations with like dream characters or anything like really that you remember that like stood out like this is like amazing this is less lucy dreaming more astral projecting but although i've done methods that have proved the astral projection is working this one was a different location so i wasn't exactly sure if it was astral projecting or lucy dream but I went again to the park behind my house because it's huge. It's got this nice bridge and river and everything. And I was there and I actually met a girl there. And I remember everything about her, the colour of her hair, the colour of the clothes she was wearing, her makeup. And we talked for what felt like hours and hours all through the night just about different things, about life, about family. And it's just stuck with me. It wasn't that long ago. I think it was about three months ago now, but it just completely stuck with me because I don't know if she's real or not. And yet it seemed so real. So it'd be nice if I could go back into that astral projecting state and try and find her again. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I've heard stories about like that. She could just be another person who was doing the same thing as you that day. How do you like get to that astral projection world? Like explain what that kind of means. It's 
a lot harder definitely than lucid dreaming but you can use a lot of the same methods so as I said before pathworking in Wicca was originally made for astral projecting so going to the astral realm uh, a lot of Wiccans use it for a sort of escape like I don't know if you've ever watched Sherlock but he has this mind palace thing basically in his head and a lot of Wiccans use it for that where they can store information but it's just like pathworking for lucid dreaming except rather than using the path to get to a dream you're using the path to get your mind out of your body and into the real world whilst your body stays there interesting so how is that kind of different from a lucid dream because i know some people might think it's like the same thing but like how do you feel at first it's definitely it takes a lot more energy and you'll need good night's rest to be able to do it so you can't do it one night after the other in practice but it's just at first it does seem like a lucid dream because you'll start off in locations like your own house so you can never know whether you're recreating it or you're actually out in the open so personally I've had people in my house place things in like the kitchen and not tell me what they were just something out of place so that when I do leave my body and explore the house after the path working I can find out you know I can go down to the kitchen see what's there see if I know what they've placed there so I've done this before they've placed um scissors uh, like a cheese grater a random vegetable stuff like that and then if I wake up and tell them I saw this on the side is this what you placed out and they tell me yes or no then you know whether it's real or not because how else would you know what was there and so you got it right all these times you tried it not all the times the first few times not right at all it was more of a lucid dream state but eventually I think after about two weeks three weeks of just focusing on it I did get it right and it was a really starstruck moment because you sort of don't believe it even though it happened you struggle to believe it in yourself yeah definitely and like honestly I mean that's pretty cool even a couple of the times it happening that feels like pretty solid proof to me the fact that you were asleep and you yeah out of your body do you like see the process of you leaving your body and you see yourself sleeping on the bed or I don't because with the path working I use I actually enter through my front door so it's more so that I'll enter through the front door come upstairs and see my body in the bed whereas I'm stood away from it interesting okay yeah makes sense like so you walk around, you, are you like, when you're doing the astral projection, are you kind of like limited to the real world as if you're walking around? Or is it like you can kind of teleport like in a lucid dream where you can just be like, show me Egypt or whatever? At first, it was limited to walking around, but I've gotten better. I'm still limited to inside my own town, but I have been able to actually teleport, if you can call it that, to my boyfriend's house, for example. But it's like instead of coming from the pathway to my front door I've gone to his if that makes sense yeah it does you kind of just will yourself there right like pretty much because obviously going there multiple times you know the journey anyway so it's sort of like traveling in real life but you've got recreating you had that's cool but then once you're there you just kind of walk around from there yeah, and I had him do the same thing in his bedroom that I did in the kitchen at my house. And again, the first few times it didn't work, but then 
time after time after time it worked again so now I'm confident enough to be here in my own house or there it is and like the space in between to know that it's real that's cool have you like met up with him or anybody you know like in those astral realms I don't have any friends personally or him that actually do stuff like this lucid dream or astral project so I've not been able to know but I I really don't mind it's a nice thing to do by yourself for sure yeah that is really cool like it's definitely fascinating yeah um there's like so much within it so much to talk about um but yeah so I guess like what is your main takeaway from everything like if you have to give like a lesson or something that you've learned to people that are into this kind of stuff like what what's your advice just to will it out and if you do fail the few times or however many times just keep doing it and try and keep an open mind no matter how much you doubt yourself because you will doubt yourself you'll want to believe science and this and that and the basics but just keep going because the outcome is going to be so worth it and it's going to make you so much happier in yourself just knowing that you can do things like that yeah I agree and I honestly I totally think it's science related I feel like science just hasn't caught up like there's so much of science that we didn't know. Like 20 years ago, we didn't even know about our own DNA. So science it's, is catching up, you know. It's all, it's all science. It's just things that science hasn't focused on yet. And eventually we'll get there and it'll probably be, you know, science just like physics is and everything else. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I think we're just learning about that we have the laws of physics and then there's the bigger, the laws of the universe. And we're just kind of like mapping it out, really. Right now, if you think about it, the laws of physics are basically like the basics of what we know and can see. I think astral projection, we see dreaming that moves into like the laws of the universe, stuff like that, different realms. And I think it'll be really nice when science does move up to stuff like that. Yeah, I agree because I feel like there's just different rules in those in that realm, you know, like so we have our 3D experience, which is our waking life. And that has its laws of physics. But then if we can train our mind to kind of explore beyond that you know, we follow different laws. So Science already agrees, I think, a lot of the time because they do have a lot of research in the brain. I've seen a few documentaries of scientists talking about what we could potentially do if we used 100% of our brains because obviously we don't use 100% of our brains all the time. So I think that's completely, I think a lot of scientists have really open minds to stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's and even with dreaming, like it's kind of not really fully understood. So scientists like accept like there's so much here that we don't really know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like with all the skepticism, it's hard to get started because, you know, yeah. it's just so individual to each person. But there's definitely I've heard of a lot of shared experiences. And that's kind of where the proof starts to yeah. people, you know. Absolutely, yeah. When more people talk about it, it gets more interesting. It's just getting past that initial phase of people that don't like things that they can't see or aren't simple to them yeah exactly exactly in terms of dreaming and just even regular dreaming and lucid dreaming like what do you feel like is the purpose and the benefits of it in your opinion like I feel like you said earlier we spend a third of our lives asleep and it just seems like such a waste of such a short a relatively short life to just be asleep and not go further into it so I feel like lucid dreaming astral projecting it gives 
it's like the flip side of life like you have your awake life you have your sleep life and I think people should get used to this idea of having a completely different sleep life and just having that extra experience and that extra time to do things that you can't do when you're awake in the real world yeah I agree there's so much you can do you can practice art you can practice sports you can just have fun like there's a lot to it yeah definitely and then for anybody watching this if you like this episode um, listen to more we're going to talk to more people about their experiences and just exploring the universe so yeah I really appreciate it Demi thank you for having me it's been really nice to talk about this